Hello, it's Everyday Joys with Denise Dykstra, and today we are going to be talking about Mother's Day. This article was originally posted on May 3rd, 2022 on the Town Broadcast, and it's called Life with Four Boys, Coffee Please, Mother's Day Edition. It also has a subtitle called Motherhood, From Full-Time Job to Working Yourself Out of a Job. Let's get started. Hey listeners, just a brief little behind the scenes before we start reading the column today. Back in the day, I used to have a blog called Life with Four Boys, Coffee Please. And when I went to write this, I send this out to a couple of friends and they were like, oh, Life with Four Boys, Coffee Please has to be the title because it's almost like it's come full circle. They just, they just loved it. And I was so caught up in the emotion of writing this. I could have written so much more, but, um, yeah, it was just perfect. So starting the blog was, it's just funny because Sue, my friend Sue told me I should start one. And I was like, what is a blog? But she helped me set it up and she was right. It was so much fun. I am glad that if my boys were to so choose they could go back and find these old posts as long as they stay up please please blog post it for forever just for them just so they can go back and kind of relive their childhood so it's fun because sue and i were actually chit-chatting about all these things today and then she was the one who kind of helped me edit this today it's so fun. I am so thankful that I have a team of great friends who helped me put together an article. And this one was a lot of fun to work on with them. Okay, so back to today's article. Life with four boys, coffee please, Mother's Day edition. We met with some new friends this past weekend and we're talking about our families. Wait, four boys? You have four boys, one asked. Yes. And look, still surviving it all. As it is the week of Mother's Day, I thought I would attempt to share with you a brief look at what it has been like raising four boys. It was harder to sum up than I expected it to be. There was so much to say. How do I fit it all in one column? Here is my secret to raising boys. Are you ready for it? I didn't know what I was doing. I missed the class on how to raise them, so I just kept learning as I went along. When someone asked me how on earth I survived raising four boys, I can tell you that I honestly don't know. I was too tired to take notes, although I did blog a lot about our adventures when they were little. I was legit learning as I went. I failed a lot. It helped greatly that God gave me my amazing mom to help me when I became a new mom myself. It also helped that God gave me this absolute adoration for being these boys' mom. I remember well that July day when our first son was put into my arms. And then they sent us home. How on earth were we to know how to raise this tiny little human? He couldn't tell us anything he needed. I think I logged the most phone calls to my mom in that time of our history. And then these boys just kept on coming. When we announced we are expecting boy number four, my father-in-law shook his head in disbelief and went out and bought us a great big cooking pot. 
He knew we would need it. And he was correct. When the boys were young, walking through our very small farmhouse was trickier than anything they had to do in any Mission Impossible movie. If you could safely make it from one end of the room to the other without stepping on any Legos, you truly deserved a trophy. I have unknowingly housed snakes, frogs, turtles, and fish in our home. Guess Guess how I found out they were there. We have a family of very good friends who came to visit, and the seven boys found approximately 70 tadpoles, and they brought them into the house, and I was suddenly enlisted as the one to keep them all alive. Sadly, the tadpoles did not survive. I swear boys just try to think up great adventures to do and assume they will just barely miss getting hurt, and then they're shocked when they do get hurt. I recently, as in just recently, learned that one of my boys knew he was going to get in huge trouble for sneaking a jackknife outside to cut down a limb, then proceeded to cut his finger, just like his mother told him he would, and concocted some bandage that managed to keep his finger together. Never underestimate a boy's creativity. They fight like crazy wrestle each other to the ground. They eat pre-breakfast, breakfast, second breakfast, lunch, after-school lunch, dinner, leftovers, and snacks before bed. When they were young, I had to tell them what we were having for dinner every single time I dropped them off at school, or the fear of starvation would set in on them. They spent hours in the sandbox making roads and farm fields, crafted forts and stick weapons, jumped insane high jumps on bikes, created motor vehicles to race around the yard in, and it was my job to keep them all alive. It was a full-time job. We used to show up at the beach with every boy hauling down a huge metal Tonka truck, a cooler full of food, every swim thing they could carry, shovels and buckets, as well as fishing poles and fish bait. We would arrive at the beach in a loud, screaming heap, and people all around us would create quite a wide circle around us. Listen, once we made it to the beach, we were there for the duration. That was way too much work for a quick one-hour swim. My husband will ask me if I remember such and such or so and so from our fat from our past, and I will look at him as if he is speaking a foreign language. Did we even live the same life? I was just trying to keep all these boys alive. There was no time for remembering anything more than that. And keeping these boys alive was the best time of my life. I have never laughed so much as when they were little. Our youngest would tell us these long, drawn-out, never-ending stories until he fell asleep. I'd give anything to hear a when I was a little kid story again. Our third would run circles, literal circles around our driveway, and he jumped his bike so many times the wheels fell off. Our second son did every single dangerous thing he could think of and lived to tell the story, and he tells some great stories of it all. Our oldest was born with an old soul. At two, he figured out how to unscrew the screws holding the crib together at two so he could get out whenever he wanted. And he carried that on to fixing bikes and now he fixes engines. 
but I also had a million hugs a day. I was brought every flower in pretty weed to wear behind my ear. My boys would run to my protection to keep me from all sorts of snakes or vermin that we would find on the farm. We worked on so many projects. We had so many conversations. We sang so many silly, silly songs. They watched so many hunting videos, oh my word, and John Deere videos and professional bull riding videos. We read so many books and we listened to so many audiobooks. I hate fish and worms, but we put in some serious hours fishing. I visited them at tractor shows and sporting events and radio controlled airplane flyovers. I have been exhausted to the point of tears, like me actually crying because I was so tired. And I have laughed to the point of tears because loving them was so much fun. It's an odd occurrence then when these boys I have strived so hard to keep alive end up having turned out to be these really very, very interesting men that I sit and have coffee and talk all the life things out with. And that these boys, they grow up and they leave. I wish baking them fresh chocolate chip cookies could solve all our world's problems like it did when they were little. I wish I could go back and have a day of pure chaos and soak it all in. All their fights and tattling and hugs and kisses and laughs and tears. Being a mom to four boys is not at all for the faint of heart. But I am so glad God gave me that task. As my boys grow into adulthood, I am learning to be a mom all over again. I am insanely proud of the men my boys have become and are becoming still. Having your little boys grow up to be men is also fun and exciting, and I still get hugs and love. I foresee a day when I'm making chocolate chip cookies for their sons, and I'll see my little boys in their sons' smiles. I hope they know that I'm always cheering for them. I'm always praying for them. I'm always willing to make them chocolate chip cookies. I think that part of motherhood always stays the same. But for now, I'll keep learning and we'll keep changing. And I think that is the most beautiful part of life. The loving, learning, changing adventure of it all. And I must admit, it is nice not to be shocked by snakes being found and then immediately being shown to me so they could hear me screaming and laugh at me. I'm glad they have mostly outgrown that. Thanks for listening to Everyday Joys with Denise Dykstra. This one was hard to read. I think it took me four times before I finally said, okay, enough. I'm just going to post it. I got choked up more than once. So, call. <laughs> Such a journey, isn't it? It's just, there's so many things I could say. And if I keep talking, I will end up crying. And who wants to listen to someone cry in a podcast? So we're just going to wrap this up. 
You can find this story at the town broadcast for this week, but I'll also have it posted long-term on my blog or on my website, which is denisedykstra.net. I'll have all the links for this in the show notes and you can catch up with that and see all the pictures. You guys are totally want to go. You're going to want to go to the website just to see the pictures. So thank you for letting me read to you my weekly column. And I hope to see you back next week and to all the moms. Happy Mother's Day.